Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, And our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our question and answer series, we were talking about instances of prayer that were answered, and the people who prayed were not located where the prayer was answered. Let's continue to look at that today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Ecumenical services, contemporary services, or to some other unequal yoke that people go today, or they watch their contemporary and they listen to their contemporary music, as many of the young and middle-aged preachers get caught up in the cultural things and a cultural mindset, and that's what was happening in that day. It's, this is not a new thing today because the cultural mindset, the culture changed a lot of the way they worshiped. That's why, why Israel would end up in captivity because they went in the culture with their worship. And so you got middle-aged preachers, young preachers that get caught up in the cultural mindset that adapts to religious movements instead of holiness and the righteousness of God's house of what it's supposed to be. And so they do not use God's word. They get away from the holiness and the righteousness of God's word. His authority. Now, destroying a high place could so have turned the people against them after having just really took over. It could well for Asa been feared, well, I better not move there yet. We're not told that. But as all kings, he had advisors who would try to satisfy, you might say, the conservative element with a strong attachment to the law and they would want to destroy the idols. But then there are the others who had a moving another way and they wanted to go with it. And so a lot of times you see the difference between today going other directions from younger and older preachers. Uh, Younger goes one way, older goes another one. And really, The truth is, is you've got to, in every case, go by the Word of God and not in any way water it down or compromise it to get to do what you want to do. That's the one that really creeps in unawares and and changes the grace of God into lasciviousness, as Jude 4 tells us. And so, some go moderate to try to satisfy both people. And that is simply not leadership. That's simply not of God. 
the more moderate saw a change in membership as a, an indication to make concessions without going back to the failures of their fathers as Abijam did. Abijam, Asa's father, messed up. <laughs> it was a big mess up for him. He was the son of Rehoboam, who was the son of Solomon. Asa was a good turn, a good turn from Abijam. But he was not totally, not totally grounded in the law. Obviously, his was an ignored sin. It was one that, well, yeah, but hey, don't worry about it. And the people had that attitude. Well, he takes a social drink every once in a while, so that's all right. You know, we, we just won't bother. It's not right, but we won't bother him. Oh, they go to movies, but hey, let's not bother him. And see, it's an ignored sin, and yet it is a sin. And sin should never be a part of any Christian's life. Now, it could have been hard. And then on the other hand, they may not have seen what it was going to do. Probably the important thing was to build up military. And so they would do that because this was a new king. But he was trying to satisfy the people at the same time. And he was trying to satisfy the young people. So among your own people, when Jeroboam was king in the southern kingdom and was an enemy who would have really been advised against by his advisors who were aware of the situation more than Asa. Asa certainly was, I guess you might say, he was one who was ready for change. What really protected him, whatever he perceived or made him look good. See, that's what he was trying to do. He's a new king. He's, he's taking place, and there's this other king that's really against him. So he's trying to figure it out where he's not going to get defeated, and he's going to stay stay true. So here's the problem. It says that God basically had put him there, but he did not take down those high places because he feared the people. He wanted the people to stand with him. His father had failed. Rehoboam before him had failed. And so their father, grandfather, and then Solomon's failures. And so when you see all those failures in his life as a young man, he was afraid to buck the system. Then her second question is simply this. When God sent Elijah to the widow woman to feed him, when he was in the wilderness, when he was depressed, God had this already prepared for him. And he told him that he was 
to go to the woman and that she would take care of it. Now, when Elijah got there, she was uh, complaining. He asked her, you know, to get her some water and then go make him some bread. And she said, well, I just got enough just for me and my son. Then we don't have anything left. And so Elijah, when he gets there, and here this lady is that he's supposed to be with, is complaining. This lady is supposed to take care of him, is complaining already before he even gets there. So he leaves the desert, but he's going into some more complaining. But it was enough that he goes and does what God says, because God still said to do it. So Elijah responded to God. That was a good thing. Elijah's showing us that you respond to God in everything. She only had enough food for her and her son. And then they were going to die. That's what she thought. Which I am assuming another way for a woman to complain is to just say, look, you can't come in and this is going to go wrong. That's gone wrong. And God had told her he was going to send this prophet to her. She knew he was coming, but then she got to look at the food and she was trusting what she was seeing with her eyes instead of what God was telling her in her heart. So she actually just told him what she had and what she didn't have. He tells her to go ahead and make it and that God is going to take care of her in all this stuff. Now, she has to simply trust God. So realize that this woman, given the last of her meal to make bread for this man of God, was a real sacrifice. And with she had no idea of how that would be replaced. So in the their situation that was gone on for some time, it was a really it was a drought time of seasons. It wasn't just a day of drought; it was a season of drought. And so, as they go on this way. Elijah may not understand how God was going to do it before he left. But he goes to the place. You see, Elijah had to act in faith, and then that lady had to act in faith. They both had to act in faith. But I believe that that Elijah believed the term Jehovah-Jireh. He had to have that attitude. Jehovah-Jireh means... God will provide. The Lord will provide. Like a pastor, a missionary, or a Christian school, the teacher knowing they have a call to a specific place and ministry, and they expect certain situations, but they're expecting more of Good. <laughs> They're not expecting the hard things that come up in a ministry. They're not expecting all the negative things you might say that would uh, they'd call negative that come up in a ministry. So as you pointed out, Elijah prayed three times for his little boy. 
He laid across him. He laid down upon him. Prayed for his healing. And remember, the Syrophoenician woman, she would come to Jesus and tell him about her sick daughter at home. Jesus didn't go there and lay across him. That was the prayer that you'd asked earlier. That was answered from afar is by Jesus Christ, but it wasn't just involving with Jesus Christ where he answered from afar and prayed and that person was healed. Think of the church in Acts. They prayed for Peter. They didn't go to the prison where Peter was. They prayed in a house. And Peter was freed. There are other instances in the Word of God of people that were healed by prayers from a distance. But you see, prayer is to be in faith, whether you're there with the person or not. Just imagine Elijah walking across, seeing that child, and saying, well, what should I do now? I'll lay across him. This will help. And I do No. He prayed in faith because he knew God had brought him there to be a blessing to that woman. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light Broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant.